0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Garrity, and today I am so excited to be recording. I don't know if you can tell by the title, but this is just sort of like an Ask Gretchen Advice column. I'm sure the title is like all over the place. I feel like people asked about my grieving journey and advice in that area and like feeling lost in life, more serious topics. Also, like staying positive and like a happy mindset, that kind of thing. But also, like college hookups and stuff like that. So it's kind of like all over the map. Pretty much how I decided to do this episode is because. I did one of those Instagram Q&As, little, that didn't make sense. I did one of those question boxes on my Instagram stories to do like a story Q&A. And I got a million questions and I answered questions for like over an hour. And I was like, wow, there's so many more. I didn't even scratch the surface. So I'm going to take a bunch of these, and make a little podcast episode out of them, especially ones that I felt like, deserved kind of a longer answer and that wouldn't just like work on a little instagram story you know just as text over a photo or something so yeah that's what we're doing and side note you guys it was funny when i don't know why when i was planning this episode i was looking at my happy hour podcast podcast on spotify and the podcast app like the apple podcast app you know why was I looking at them? Maybe I, – I think I was trying to look at, yesterday when I was planning this, my advice. Because I think I did one or two advice episodes before, and I wanted to see how, like, I – Structured it or titled it or something because I thought I did like ask Gigi or ask Gretchen Which is probably I'm gonna do this because that just sounds like fun and cute to me But I couldn't find any of those anyways when I was looking on both of them It was funny because at the top it had like the category that my podcast was in And the first thing I saw on Spotify it said like personal stories and I'm like wow (laughs) That's pretty accurate. Like I feel like I do recount a lot of personal stories and kind of what i've learned in all my experiences so i'm like wow that's pretty accurate i don't know if i ever put that there i feel like when i first started my podcast like years ago now that i picked certain categories but i feel like there wasn't one that made sense like it was like arts and literature you know something broad like that i'm like okay and then uh what's funny is the apple podcast app had my Podcast under the arts category so I'm like hmm arts or personal stories I feel like personal stories fits my podcast better life lessons if you will chit chat good vibes you guys know the gist but I feel like I have to be honest you guys I need to tell you about my day yesterday and I feel like this is worthwhile and hopefully you can take something from this and I feel like What I learned, I kind of already knew, but I'm just feeling a lot better today. So, I figure I should just be honest with you guys. So, I had the worst freaking day yesterday. I actually wanted to record this podcast yesterday and I feel like sometimes, actually I know certain times I've recorded podcasts on days where I'm having a bad day, especially I can tell I should go back and delete the ones. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I should delete the episodes where I'm like crying the whole time because sometimes I feel like it's just an emotional topic, right? If I talk about losing my dad or something really serious, obviously no matter what day I'm having, I'm going to cry. But I feel like sometimes I'll just be like extra emotional going into recording and then I'm like, why am I crying this whole episode? But sometimes I feel as though I'm having an off day, I'm feeling weird, I'm sad or tired or overwhelmed or something, and I get excited to record and I'm like, you know what, Gretchen, get over your own business right now and just record this podcast because you know it's going to make you happy and put you in a good mood. Because whenever I record, it does put me in a good mood, like it makes me happy and excited and I feel like I'm connecting with you guys and I feel like purposeful and all those things, so I love recording, but... Some days i'm in like such a bad mindset that i'm like this is gonna come off On my podcast and i'm gonna sound sad or i'm gonna cry the whole time and that's just like not What i'm going for not the vibe and sometimes i'm just like really real and honest and Feeling like I can get through it and other days like yesterday. I was just like I cannot record like i'm in such a bad headspace and I feel like it's for a number of reasons so first of all i feel like i just woke up on the wrong side of the bed i'm wondering if any of you can relate to these type of days i feel like yes like a day where you feel like well not only that everything and anything can go wrong but also like any little thing will just like push you over the edge i'm like max seriously don't even look at me the wrong way or like joke with me right now because i will cry like i just felt like i was on the verge of tears all day long. Um so yeah, I feel like I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Like I woke up upset. I think I had a lot of nightmares, so immediately I wake up, I'm like, "No, bad. I just <laughs> everything's bad. I'm like sad, I'm scared, you know?" And it was so rainy all day yesterday, not just like, "Oh, it was rainy here and there." Like I couldn't find a break in the rain to walk Brody. So I'm walking Brody in like the pouring freaking rain and it just made me miserable. Um, Yeah, so they like didn't stop raining and didn't stop being cold and cloudy and windy and rainy and horrible all day yesterday So immediately too, like I wake up and I don't really want to get up and i'm kind of sad and already feeling weird For whatever reason probably from my nightmares and then it's so dark in my room It's like a cave because it's so dark outside and it's just raining and i'm just like What's the point of waking up today? (laughs) You know like I was just already mad and I hate waking up that way Then I proceed to make it worse because (laughs) see I always like you guys must be like this too where you can convince yourself of things like if I'm just like today like doing really good normal headspace I can tell myself things that I know will like I can be really honest with myself and say I know this will start my day off on the right foot or start my day off in a not so positive way I might feel immediately overwhelmed I might feel reactive I might feel like I'm not accomplishing things or using my time in a wise manner um aka going on my phone first thing but then it's like i'll wake up like yesterday and i'm like well i deserve to just lay here and scroll my phone because i'm upset and it's dark and rainy and i don't feel that good and i'm sad but then it's like no scrolling on my phone is only gonna make me feel worse because then i get out of bed way later and i'm like what have i been doing and also i should feed myself and that seems like a hard task on a day like today and so then it just sets up my day not that well and if you can wake up and scroll on your phone and you feel fine that's like great like seriously by all means do it but just for me personally it just puts me not in a good like mindset to start my day and it's taken me 25 years to realize that <laughs> because it's what i've done my entire life is wake up go on my phone And so it's been such a hard habit to break to the point that like today I actually did sleep with my phone on my nightstand and it's so much willpower in the morning. I was so, see, this is why my day is good. (laughs) I feel like, you know, half of it is also what I tell myself. Like yesterday I told myself, this is a bad day. You're having a bad day. You're upset. So then the filter, I look at the day through is negative and sad and then today i wake up and i'm like no you know what no today i looked at the weather it's gonna be sunny and i'm gonna have a good day and i'm gonna get up like bright and early and i'm not gonna go on my phone i'm gonna walk brody and today's gonna be good so then so what i did because i told myself that so it's like your mindset is very important but yeah it still takes a lot of willpower like my phone was sitting right there and i'm like you know what no don't even check it put on your little walking clothes brush your teeth and go outside with brody I just feel so much better if I get outside first thing, get some sunshine on my face, get moving, it wakes me up. It's like literally, I just have noticed such a difference. Like if I am trying to be so in tune with myself, listening to like how I feel my body and all these things, it's like I know how I can have a really good morning to set up my day for success. But yet some days I don't do it. So... Yeah, I'm sure some of you are like that. It's so confusing my brain when I think about it later in the day I'm like why why did I do that? It's because like bad habits are hard to break I just like feel bad for myself and want to let myself wallow in my <laughs> sadness yesterday. I don't know But yeah one of my phone first thing i'm just like scrolling doing whatever and then it makes me immediately think like wow all these people on my Instagram are doing more than me and they are up and at them, and they already finished their morning workout and they're all ready for the day and they're happy and they're doing good and I'm comparing myself. So then I feel like, ugh, ick. And then I already feel like, eh, I'm overwhelmed. There's so much I could be doing that I'm not doing. So it's just like, and your phone just makes you reactive to things that are happening on your phone. Like I saw this thing on Instagram the other day. It was like, turn off your notifications. You will be shocked at how much more you accomplish during the day. And I'm like, whoa. But I mean, I just know that's true from like, the days that I accomplish the most and I feel really good, I'm like, yeah, it's because I was barely on my phone. Shocker. Like, the phone is just the issue. So, yeah, one of my phone first thing, feeling bad, rainy, dark. Brody's just, like, cuddling with me in bed. I'm like, Brody, I wish you'd start barking at me and making me, like, walk you. But he's probably like, it's rainy out there. I don't want to go out there. Anyway, I also think a part of it is I'm actually certain Uh, Yeah, I would say i'm certain that a part of it when I have bad days, I would say I have A really bad day maybe like once a month where I feel really down and really upset and I think I also need to hone in on like when i'm having these bad days Am I just telling myself this? I don't know But I think a part of it is like i'm actually just feeling really down that day I try to give myself grace and take care of myself and self-care and all those things but I think I need to be better at okay, like how can I still feel like I'm having a productive day and accomplishing things while also taking care of myself? Because I feel like for me, it's kind of one extreme to the next where I'm like, don't even think about your sadness, just accomplish things, sit at your desk and do things on your computer and like start crossing things off your to-do list. But then I feel like I'm not really like in tune with myself and listening to myself and like reading my book like sitting next to Brody on like a heating pad or you know what I mean like little things like that so I think I need to find a better balance of when I'm having a bad day that's just like note to self but what I'm trying to say is what I'm (laughs) all of that is to say what I'm certain like plays a part in having a bad day for me is hormonal changes I guess you could say um I started realizing maybe like a year or two ago that I would have like one day a month that because it would it would be such a stark contrast to the rest of my days like you guys know i'm a pretty optimistic happy positive person i just love that i feel like i was born that way i choose to live my life that way but there would be like one or two days a month where i'm like i'm on the verge of tears all day everything is wrong why am i so overwhelmed why am i so upset and i started noticing like i would like literally keep track and i'm like oh my gosh based on my cycle it was always like We're just being, I guess this isn't even TMI. You guys are my best, you're my besties. We're besties here and we're like mostly girls anyway. But I realized it was usually like a day or two, maybe two days, three days, whatever. A couple days before my cycle would start each month. I would have this like really sad day and maybe this was like hormonal changes. I don't know. That's just like one way that I think, one way I think about it yeah, one thing that I think is at play, you know? And I also think yesterday as well, when I'm having these off days, I, it's cause I'm feeling disconnected with like myself and who this is sounding deep, <laughs> who I know that I am and like my intentions and how I want to live my life every day and how I want to show up as a sister, a daughter, a <laughs> you guys? girlfriend, dog, mom, all those things, friends, niece cousin you know what I'm saying and so when I'm feeling I'm sorry I'm just laughing because I was literally about to say wife (laughs) who do I think I am I'm not a wife (laughs) I'm gonna play did I even start saying like what I'm gonna play Max this part of this episode later he's gonna be like you are crazy but um, I think I'm spending too much time all my friends here are married and so I think I'm spending too much time around them. And when we're at the rink, everyone's like, "Oh, the wives, the wives." And I feel like I'm just looped into there. I'm like groups in there even though I'm like the only girlfriend. Anywho, um okay, what I'm trying to say is I feel like disconnected when I feel like I'm not being my most like authentic self and acting in the ways that I value. <laughs> this is like so deep. I just mean, like, if I'm feeling really down and groggy and maybe I'm, like, snippy with Max or reactive or texting Lucy, like, I'm sorry, I can't talk right now, things like that. It's like, eh, like, that's another reason that makes me, that's another thing that makes me feel worse because I'm already feeling bad and then I'm, like, not being a good sister or good girlfriend. you know and then I start to feel overwhelmed because I'm like letting myself feel bad and distracting myself scrolling my phone which only makes me feel worse and then I'm not accomplishing tasks that I need to accomplish that day so then I'm feeling overwhelmed and it's like everything's a cycle so yes I literally had the worst day everything made me cry I found an issue with everything I should have just been like Max please go golf all day just stay out of my way I need to read and put myself to bed early (laughs) I just uh, but you know what helps is being like today is today. It is what it is. If this is my bad day That's okay. I'm just letting it be that way And it is crazy too Like how i'm so affected by the weather and i've always said that and max literally said last night He's like if there's one thing I know about you. It's that you were so affected by the weather and i'm like god I know and It's good that i'm aware of that But I wish I could just be a little bit more in control of that i'm like, come on It's not all the time like sometimes I'll be like, okay, it's going to rain all day tomorrow. It's okay. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to a workout class and I'm going to like have a good start to my day. It's going to set me up for success. I can't really spend time outside, but it is crazy. Like I will say it like, I mean, it's just fact at this point, right? I mean, maybe some of you feel unaffected and I'm jealous, but like I'm looking outside right now and it's sunny and nice out today and it's like making me smile just knowing I can be outside and I just know There's something to, I mean, (laughs) I'm not a scientist, but I'm sure you can like read studies and I've listened to podcasts. That's why I know like my day is drastically different or at least my morning, like my mood, my energy, all the things. If I start my day laying in bed for the first hour scrolling versus if I get outside with Brody and there's sunshine on my face and I'm walking around with like literally the UV rays on my face, some wind and breeze and looking at nature and feeling like connected with my environment and myself like it is like literally life-changing like I know that sounds dramatic but it is and then like the being outside and then not going on your phone this is turning into a lecture <laughs> but the being outside with the not paired with the not going on your phone is like literally life-changing and I need to just have the discipline to do it every single day because that's what I do today today is a lot better and I didn't go on my phone for the first, like, two hours while I woke up. I try to push it as long as I can. Like, if I have a morning where I get outside with Brody and I haven't got my phone, I'm like, immediately, yes, that's a win. Today is going to be great. And when I get back, I'm like, well, now I can shower and not go on my phone. Now I'll eat breakfast. I'll feed Brody. I'll click tidy. Like, I did all those things without going on my phone and going, <laughs> I was in English, going on my phone. And then I just feel so much better. Interrupting super quick to tell you guys about G Shock watches. I know that we all know the iconic G Shock brand, but what you may not know is that all of their watches are designed to be stylish and fashionable, but also tough enough to withstand whatever life throws at you. They truly are where fashion meets function. And the GMAS 2100 SK series are among the latest additions to the G Shock women's lineup. They're transparent and metallic timepieces in four colorways. I personally love the clear the most since it looks so sleek and goes with everything. They have a compact octagonal design paired with the light breezy feel of the translucent material they mesh function and fashion for the perfect everyday accessory and they retail for just $120 each which I feel is so reasonable for their insanely high quality so you can shop g-shock timepieces at gshock.com that's g-s-h-o-c-k.com and now let's get back into the episode and it's sunny out and it's nice out. I'm just finding all the reasons to be happy today because today I just didn't feel like myself and it feels like ugh when I'm like I am a happy person I'm all set over here like I'm good and so why am I feeling bad you know it's just like ugh. but that's okay it's okay to have bad days it's okay to just have a self-care day cut yourself some slack be honest with yourself journal call your friends and family lean on them your support network cuddle with your dog you know I'm going to get into that a little more into this episode but yeah we're doing good oh also i wanted to mention too like on days where i'm feeling so off right, like yesterday and so down and like everything seems difficult like I know this is the thing with and I know I'm not depressed so I'm not saying that at all like I do not deal with depression I do have family members that deal with depression so I know from hearing from them like sometimes it just feels like an enormous task to get out of bed to brush your teeth to brush your hair to shower all those things like it just seems so hard because you literally have an imbalance in your brain and these tasks that should be simple are just very hard so anyway all I'm trying to say is when I'm feeling really down when I'm having a day where maybe I feel depressed although I don't deal with depression it's crazy how like getting out bed did feel that much harder brushing my hair I literally couldn't do my makeup like showering all those things feel harder and for me I feel like where I really see it uh, come to play is feeding myself like that sounds ridiculous and so basic but I like eat random little things and like junk throughout the day and then I'm like so mad at myself that I'm not like feeding myself properly so today I made that like conscious decision I'm like okay when I get back from the walk with brody like i don't know if any of you relate to this obviously i eat food it's that's not what i'm saying but um i feel like also when i'm alone since i'm such like a social gal and i love like going out to dinner with max eating with friends like i like eating socially so then when i'm alone not that i'll forget but it's like maybe sometimes honestly i do and like breakfast will just be pushed so far back because i'm my brain is just like moving 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 and i'm on to the next thing and it's so easy for me sometimes like i get back from my walk with brody i tidy i feed him and then i'm like okay i need to record my podcast and i need to start doing my to-do list and i need to get ready to film this video and i need to do that and then it's like 11:30, 30 and i'm like oh my gosh i'm starving i haven't had breakfast like i forgot i've just been doing so much so yeah <laughs> also i'm trying to say when you were consciously having a good day or if you're having a bad day just making note like okay it's lunchtime like maybe i'm really anxious and i'm really not feeling good and so sometimes you also don't have your appetite on a bad day but it's like it's even more important in those situations to make sure you're taking care of yourself nourishing yourself with food so i was like gretchen like literally at the end of my walk i'm like don't forget when you get home make yourself breakfast (laughs) like i know that sounds crazy but something little like that i made my eggs i had some fruit i had my toast i had a nice breakfast and i was like Good job, Gretchen, like proud of you, like you're taking care of yourself. I know it sounds so simple, and you're probably like, Huh, if none of you ever felt this way, and you're like, That does not happen to me, but if you relate, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and so it just feels good if you are making the priority to take care of yourself. Also, I think yesterday I was missing my dad. I when I literally yesterday was the day I did my Instagram, like. Q&A and I was like talking about grieving and my dad and stuff So then i'm like thinking about him on top of that And it's just like i'm thinking about all the reasons to be sad and I need to just dig myself out of that hole Sometimes like only you can bring yourself out of it, you know And again, I do not want to discredit if you deal with depression Sometimes medicine as well can help you out of that hole because if you have a chemical imbalance in your brain Medicine will help at least in my point of view. I'm not a doctor So take everything i'm saying with a grain of salt I'm, just saying like i've seen friends and family members Deal with depression and how it's totally like changed their life going on medicine. So, yes, therapy, all the things. But yeah, today is a nice sunny day. We're doing good. (laughs) I just had a little lecture in the beginning here, but I hope that helps some of you. I hope you can take some tips because it's actually crazy how I believe it was probably a year or two ago now. And I know it was Ed Milet because I remember this podcast I was listening to. I will never forget it because he said something very dramatic like, If you listen to one thing in this episode, he was like, if you do not go on your phone for the first hour you wake up and the last hour you go to bed, that will be the most, like, uh, influential. Not influential. What's the word? That will be the best thing you do in your life. That will be, like, the most – the thing that you'll see the most dramatic changes. What is the word I'm looking for? That will be the most, like – I don't know. You guys know what I'm saying. That will really change your life, like, not going on your phone in the morning and at night because he was saying how – The reason people will like struggle and like for me I feel someone that feels like easily like out of control of my day and he's like Not going on your phone in the beginning and the end of the day Doesn't make you in control of your day doesn't make you be able to control everything that will happen But it increases he's like by controlling the first hour and the last hour of your day You increase the probability that you will feel in control the rest of the day And for me someone who's a control freak i'm like, oh, that sounds great (laughs) Kidding. Um, I try to be better with being controlling. Max and I literally talked about this yesterday. I was like, I need I struggle with like letting go and letting other people make plans, things like that, because I'm like, I think just the way I am in my whole life, like I'm such a decisive person. I've always been like, I have an idea in my head of what's right, and maybe that's like what's right for us to like literally it sounds so dumb but i'm like okay yeah like i know where we need to go to dinner tonight or like what we need to make for dinner or where we should go or where we should do this or go on vacation like i have an idea in my head what's right but then so it's hard for me like relationships friendships with max whatever i'm like oh there there's another person involved We have to like take into account what like their opinion too you know like i can be open-minded like i'm not I don't always have to be right. Other people can be right, too. Sometimes I can be wrong, you know? Okay, I digress. What was I saying? Oh, <laughs> I'm a control freak and not going on your phone, blah, blah, blah. But seriously, the not going on your phone in the morning and night. Also, at night, I just noticed such a difference. Last night, I was bad because I was my bad day. and I just let myself. Max <laughs> is, like, fully asleep and I'm just watching YouTube videos, like, scrolling my phone. And then it's too late and then I'm not sleeping enough and then the cycle continues and then I'm tired and then I wake up. You know what I mean? But i was on my phone and then it literally took me an hour to fall asleep i'm like god why is it so hard for me to fall asleep i'm like oh i know it's because i was on my phone the blue light like it literally makes it so hard for your eyes to go to sleep because you're telling your brain that you that it's daylight that you're awake when you're on your phone and it's like night and day if i read before i go to bed or i just like chit chat with max in our dark room and your brain is like okay it's dark. It's time to go to bed you know what i mean so Anyway, please try that if you haven't not going on your phone first thing and like literally my favorite thing is my ideal situation What I try to do is plug my phone in in the kitchen and then I can't have it next to me And I still will feel the urges and my bad habits to reach over and I literally will like Reach over my nightstand and try to grab my phone and check something or I like my brain is always going I feel like I can't turn it off so I'll be laying there it'll be 11:30, and I'll be like oh, I can't remember to, I can't forget to do this tomorrow I have to remember to do this and then I'll like write it down on my phone and then I'm on my phone and then it's like I'm up for an hour on TikTok you know what I mean so basically <laughs> what I'm saying is phones are evil don't go on your phone <laughs> okay I'm chatting so much we need to get into this episode clearly I'm feeling chatty I'm feeling good I'm feeling happy or I wouldn't be so chatty you know so We always know in the beginning of each episode, or I guess (laughs) this episode, halfway through, I talk about something I'm happy about. Happy quote, you get the gist. So what I'm happy about this week is something very little and um, just in the current moment, and I've said it a hundred times already, that it's really nice weather today and it's really sunny and nice out, and it's funny because (laughs) I always would like not make fun of my mom growing up but I would just be like mom why are you so dramatic that it's like rainy and bad outside like who cares just like read a book or watch a movie or do something inside like whatever but now I get it I think also it's changed having a dog where I'm like I love spending time with him outside I know he loves it outside like I feel like Brody and I literally spend quality time outside obviously dogs need to go outside and are just obsessed with outside and nature and I feel like Brody has made me more like that and so if it rains from the second I wake up to the second I go to sleep like yesterday I'm just like this is like throwing a wrench in my day you know (laughs) sorry I talked about my bad day this whole episode but that's why i'm saying it's so nice that it's so nice out and you know what you guys would be proud of me i'm letting go of control because max said he had a fun surprise like date idea for this afternoon and that it has to do with outside and i'm like okay take the reins i don't even know i'll be surprised and he said it'll be outside and i'm like that's perfect because it's so nice out and i'm really curious what it's going to be because he said I said, um, I owe Brody. I just took him on, like, little walks yesterday because it was so rainy all day. And I said, I'm going to take him on a nice long walk this morning. And I did. And he was like, okay, just don't get him too tired. Like, that's your only hint. So I'm like, huh, a day outside. If Brody's involved, then he must be running around. Like, where are we going? So, and he said we haven't done it before. So I'm like, is it the golf course? I just keep thinking it's because sometimes he'll bring me and Brody when he goes golfing. And, like, that's always fun. But we've done that before. And then Brody would run around. But Yeah, I guess we'll see. And then my quote or idea. I know I've talked about the this in podcast episodes in the past But I want to revisit it I'm bringing it back because It just felt right in my heart I feel like it popped right up into my brain Maybe it's because it was my aunt Chris's birthday A like, day or two ago So I've been like thinking about her two days ago now Um. So anyway <laughs> My mom's visiting right now Anyway so I was thinking of my aunt Chris And I was thinking about my bad day yesterday And my amazing perfect wonderful day today You know what I need to do is when I wake up And I'm feeling like oh gosh I already feel Like kind of sad maybe I had nightmares Maybe it's bad weather all the things i need to literally throw my phone in the trash (laughs) i'm kidding but like seriously hide it put it on airplane mode and then journal and just like do the gratitude things a five-minute journal write all the things i'm grateful for all the things i have to be happy about and then literally speak into existence my good day i'm gonna be like even though it's raining today's a great day i'm gonna have the best day ever you know um anywho aunt chris that's what i was saying so she said this quote to my cousin her daughter Uh, a while back like probably four years ago now and it's really stuck with me when they told me it and I actually she might have even made up this quote because I tried googling it to get like the exact one because this is just me paraphrasing and sort of elaborating on her idea but I couldn't find it so what stuck with me is that she said to my cousin Mandy and to me as well that when you're feeling down when you're feeling sad defeated going through something hard it can feel very hard to take care of yourself this is like kind of what i was saying earlier like showering getting ready eating painting your nails whatever it is right etc but she says that's what you should really focus on is simple tasks that keep you going and moving so that you're ready when the sun comes back out that you can shine as well I butchered that I already know because it sounds a lot more eloquent when she says it But basically I remember my cousin was going through a really hard breakup like four years ago And she was just like mandy focus on the little things each day Like feed yourself breakfast paint your nails wash your hair So that even though it's raining and cloudy and bad right now and the sun comes back out Like you're gonna want to be ready to shine that kind of thing. So I try to keep that with me and try to remind myself that on hard days like yesterday I'm like Gretchen make yourself lunch you can do it brush your hair you can do it you know because um, you're just going to feel that much better when you are coming out on the other side of your hard time if you have been trying to take care of yourself and keeping those habits I feel like you'll just be really grateful for that so just a reminder of that. I love that idea. And now finally, we are getting into your guys' questions. Some of them, uh, I told you it's a mixed bag. They're all over the place. Some of them are just questions like for me and about me, but then some are advice questions for you guys. So here we go. Let's do it. How are you feeling being back in Pennsylvania? Do you miss Boston? I feel like I've gotten I mean, I know I've gotten this question a ton already since being back in Pennsylvania I couldn't find if I talked about this in a recent podcast episode I must have since i've been back, but i've been seeing it everywhere maybe also because I also feel like i'm having deja vu and I just spoke about it because I've been telling like friends and family that have asked me they're like, oh, how is it back in pennsylvania? And so I feel like a broken record like I feel like i've said the same thing. So i'll say it quickly but Basically, I don't miss boston No, kidding. obviously I love it there so much, but I feel like this summer It felt like me and boston had closure I don't want any of you to be sad hearing this because I feel like I have so many of my followers in boston and you guys like loved Me being there and I meet exponentially more of you in boston than when i'm here in pennsylvania Also boston's a city. There's way more people in here in pennsylvania. I'm in like a small town You know what I mean? But it is so good to be back in Pennsylvania. I love being here in the fall. It just feels like cozy suburbs. It I always say this, how where I live in Pennsylvania is very similar to where I grew up in New York, Albany, New York. And so I just feel really cozy and nostalgic and homey and that whole thing. And I feel like I will always miss Boston in the sense of like, All the activities and fun things to do and obviously boston will always feel nostalgic to me in a way of like I went to college there, I lived there the year after I went to college lived there this past summer And it's wonderful and I love it there and it's literally in between my family where my mom lives and where max's parents live And so it's just like a really good spot. We have friends there all the things but I Just feel like there was a number of things this summer that I picked up on that bothered me that didn't bother me in the past so let's complain some more I'm kidding I just feel like I looked at Boston a lot different this summer being there with a dog that was like the biggest difference because I never lived there with Brody before like we got Brody the month after I moved out of my Boston apartment in 2020 so Being there with Brody is obviously just different because I was so used to life here in the suburbs with Brody. Him running around in the backyard, and the grass. Like, there's grass everywhere, parks, stuff like that. And obviously, there's parks in Boston. I actually would, like, bring Brody every day because I'm like, this poor dog needs some grass. He does not know what to do in the city. And he was fine in the city. I feel like he got used to it. Just, like, little things bothered me that never bothered me before. Like, feeling like his paws were getting all dirty from the sidewalks. Like, I know that's so little, but, like... If it's, like, an everyday thing when you're walking your dog multiple times a day, every day, you know, it's just different. It's just, like, more of an inconvenience than anything. And, like, traffic was something that I didn't really care about before. It didn't bother me because I only ever drove there. Like, I feel like I, you know, like, I didn't ever live in the suburbs in my adult life. And then being here and then going back to Boston, Max and I are like, damn, it's, like, so much harder to get everywhere. If it's a rush hour and we're going out of the city, like, forget about it. It's going to take hours. So just little little inconveniences oh my gosh paying freaking four hundred something dollars a month for parking it's like ah, like all these little things i forgot about were kind of a headache and then meanwhile here there's just like parking lots everywhere you know what i mean so just little things like that made me be like okay i think my time here is ending and that's good and great and i just love being outside of cities like where i can still be closer max and i can still drive in for dinner um shopping soul cycle like all the things that I love but yeah so I feel like uh you heard it here first that or maybe I already said on other platforms that we will probably be either outside of Boston or on Cape Cod next summer because we always talk about how like our most favorite moments from the summer and our best memories were honestly on the cape and i'm like okay that's telling me something that if i'm really thinking within myself and i'm being honest with myself like when i felt the happiest and like most like relaxed and just like summer vibes was on cape cod then it's like okay then maybe we should live there in the summer you know since we will only be able to pick where we live in summer because of hockey season wherever max plays hockey anyway moving on this says How to deal with anxious moments while out in public. Also, these aren't in any sort of order. So, apologies. I guess I could have, like, organized them more in a certain order. But I told you, they're all over the place anyway. So, that's how it's going to be. How do you deal with anxious moments while out in public? Okay, first and foremost, I want to ask you guys if you have advice for me on this and tips. Because it's really hard and scary. And for me, feeling anxious, I know I have, like, a whole episode on this, feels like... Now I'm going to start feeling it because I'm talking about it, but... It just feels like, I think it can start from feeling really overwhelmed. And then for me, when I get really scared is when I feel like I can't really catch my breath. And then I feel like it gets worse because then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really not feeling good. Like, I feel like I can't catch my breath. And I'm like, (sighs) all the time. And I feel like a lot of times that happens at home when I'm just like stuck in my head, overwhelmed, all the things. And I mean, when I'm at home, like, I know the things that make me feel better. I get outside. I go on a walk with Brody. I take a hot shower. I read. I listen to a podcast, I move, I do something, because sitting there, I'm going to spiral and not feel good, you know, but it's scary in public, and I feel like I felt this way before, and so again, please tell me if you have tips, but for me, like, all I ever can do or think of to do is try to focus on my breathing, and so this definitely has, like, a term or a name, I don't know, but basically, like, I'll do it right now, you just breathe in for maybe eight seconds i feel like a friend told me this one. it's like breathe in for eight seconds hold your breath for like five seconds and then breathe out for another eight seconds i'm probably saying the seconds wrong but i'll just do that and like last night when i'm trying to go to bed if i'm trying to like calm myself down to like go to sleep or just like i'm feeling anxious try to calm myself down i'll be like take a deep breath hold it breathe out for a while and i feel like that will kind of settle you lower your heart rate things like that again what do i know <laughs> i'm not a doctor i'm like this will lower your heart rate by this much i don't freaking know. But I feel like that does help. So yeah, I try to focus on my breathing. I try to like separate myself from a moment If i'm feeling really overwhelmed if I can if it's like really loud and sometimes it's just like sensory overload You know and i'll feel like overwhelmed and maybe I can start feeling anxious from like that So i'll try to go like literally if i if I'm okay, if I'm in my car, I will just like turn off the music and just sit there in silence Maybe I'll like pull over park my car just sit there try to breathe or just like drive in silence <laughs> It's kind of funny how much I do that. I was talking about this with um, Rachel I think when I was just in Laguna. Oh, yeah, I'm back from Laguna by the way <laughs> I went there twice recently Everyone's like are you just posting pictures from when you were there before I'm like "No, no. No, no I'm back but anyway I went back like three weeks later. So what I'm trying to say is when I was there with Rachel, we were talking about how we both like, I feel like she's probably like me where my mind's just going all day. I'm thinking about so many things. And so I'll get in the car and I'll drive for like 30 minutes somewhere. And I'm like, wow, I just sat in silence the entire time. Like, I am so weird. I just was thinking the whole time. But sometimes that's good. Like, I feel like my car is my safe space where I can just like think and be and I feel like I'm in like a small, contained, controlled environment Yeah, I guess now that i'm putting it into words. It's like Here i'll look around and i'll be like, oh, I should clean this I should do that Like my mind is always buzzing and so if i'm in my car It's like i'm just here and I can just be present and I can just chill out for a second So i'll feel better if i'm in my car. I guess that's like being out in public ish But like if you're really out in public like at home goods or something like if I have my if i'm like Oh my gosh, there's so much going on i'm stressed or something happens Like especially if something happens like an encounter with someone and then you're like really like stressed or anxious if you have your airpods like putting in your airpods and kind of like drown out everything that's going on but again like be safe like don't do that if you're like walking alone or I I don't know you know what I mean like be careful like obviously think about your safety first but yeah if you can like sit down for a moment and just breathe and uh, also in public if you can like call someone like this happened oh yeah i was in boston walking brody outside it was so packed so crowded i was feeling really anxious and i called lucy and i talked to her the whole way home and i was like thank you for listening to me like i just needed to just talk to someone about like what's going on like i'm feeling really overwhelmed and so if you can call someone if you can focus on your breathing if you can make it to your car and shut all the doors and sit in silent for a second silence if you have a journal in your car even better Um, yeah, those are my tips, but I'm sure you guys have something better if I can just like take a sip of water Try to like take a moment for myself Maybe I was gonna say get a coffee coffee actually tends to make me anxious If you can get a tea if you can, you know, whatever just do something for yourself where you're like, okay I'm taking control. I'm pulling it all back together. It's all gonna be okay No worries, you know, so yeah, that's kind of what I try to do But i'm sure some of you have better advice than I do so please DM me comment all the things interrupting super quick to tell you guys about upside Gas is getting so expensive these days not to mention our groceries as well Which is why I personally started using upside upside is the best app for anyone who buys gas Groceries or dines out with every purchase I make I'm actually earning cash back. Thanks to upside their app is so easy to use I find myself using it at Target Whole Foods when I get gas many more places It's not one of those things that are too good to be true. Trust me And I personally always use my cash back on Starbucks shocker So to get started download the free upside app use my promo code Happy hour and get five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more Next you can claim an offer for whatever you're buying on upside You will check in at the business you're going to pay as usual with a credit or debit card and you'll get paid In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs You can earn three times more cash back with upside upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week That is so insane to me you guys So that's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the app store download the free upside app and use promo code happy hour to get five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more that's five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more use my promo code happy hour and now let's get back into the episode okay next one how to keep the spark with a partner after being together for so long like how to keep the spark with max you could say for me you guys we oh my gosh one week from today is our four-year anniversary like Max, don't listen to this part. I know you aren't anyway because it's, like, 40 minutes in. But um, I've had all his presents for a while because, again, like, I'm controlling and crazy and thought about them months ago. And they've been here, but I need to, like, put them all together, you know, and wrap them all cute and get a card and stuff like that. So I need to do that because it's a week away. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it's here. But how to keep the spark, I would say. (laughs) I'm like, how do we keep the spark? No, like, literally, like I said, what we're doing later today surprising each other going on dates keep dating each other even though you've been together for a while like I feel like we've had moments like this where we're like okay we got to switch it up we're feeling like roommates we just spend so much time around one another and we need to focus on our time spent together actually being quality time especially for me I'll start to feel like what are we doing because my love language is quality time so yeah that looks like putting away our phones like engaging in conversation looking at each other um doing activities together like there's a tiktok and it's a guy being like my girlfriend's love language is quality time and it's like him hey, want to do this with me or go anywhere with me and then it's like a little uh, meme of like a little kid like be bopping around do you guys know the one i'm talking about anyway that's literally me like max was like do you want to drive like we he had to drive to Reading the other day for something whatever he was like do you want to come to Reading with me and i was like yes please i would love that like to tag along and you know like i don't know My love language is just so quality time. So that's me. And that's especially why keeping the spark after four years is like making time for the quality time. Making plans and date nights and all the things. And honestly, I really would recommend those uh, We're Not Really Strangers, that game. And then the Couples Edition one. Because for me, like, again, I'm quality time. I just feel like sometimes we can even be spending quality time together. But I feel like we need to be talking about ourselves and learning about each other and like our relationship things like that and so Doing some of those cards, especially if we've like spent a lot of time away from each other stuff like that I just feel way more connected to him and feel like i'm learning something new and those cards are just so fun because I feel like they're questions that you would never think to ask and things that you literally might not even know about your partner Even after four years ten years however many years and so It's just like fun and like a fun way to connect with them. But Yeah, I feel like my number one advice for keeping the spark and we've heard this from like all our married friends is you have to keep dating each other even when it's hard I'm thinking about my friend that has three kids and that's literally what she said she's like you need to keep having date nights and make time for each other because I'm sure especially with children and so much going on it can be so easy to just be like just stay at home and just be like we're tired the kids are to bed let's go to bed but it's like you can put in the extra effort to if any of you have kids and you're listening you know get the babysitter, make the plans, get dressed up, like, still trying for each other, getting dressed up and being cute and, like, surprising each other. Like, that's just so fun, and I feel like what it's all about and again you can become so comfy and that's great like I love being we love being comfy together and in our sweatpants and everything but I try not to be complacent like I still always want to look cute if we're going out to dinner like you know next Friday I'm going to be trying to get dressed up as much as I can because it's our anniversary and it's such a big deal and we love like celebrating things I feel like that's fun to keep the spark as well so yeah that's my number one tip if you guys have any other good ideas on that as well let me know oh last thing i wanted to say about this i wanted to remember i'm happy i'm remembering i saw this tiktok of this girl saying that her and her boyfriend fiance husband i don't know whoever it is whatever their relationship is at right now she says that they do two date nights every month and they can do more than two but she's like we have at least two every month And one of them I have to plan and the other one he has to plan and one I think one always has to be at home And one always has to be out or something like that might be mixing one up, but they I just loved this idea And I was like max we need to do this where we and I love like surprising each other things like that new things And so like today I guess i'm like well This can be your date night, I guess of this month and then Like I would do one too, you know And I feel like again, that's so fun and keeps it interesting Especially if it's like new places and new foods and stuff. That's just fun to mix it up you know okay next question (laughs) i actually wrote this down when i was looking at questions you guys wrote in and then i deleted it and i was like oh no i don't want to i shouldn't talk about that i won't talk about that and then i thought to myself gretchen why did you just delete that why do you think like oh no you shouldn't talk about that so then i made myself put it back down and i said because you didn't want to talk about this you're going to talk about this And I feel like I've even mentioned this before. You guys know, I'm so open and honest and TMI even. And this question says, I saw a number of questions, things about like, like, your opinions on hookups in college or hookups as a young adult. Like, is it okay to hook up with a lot of people? Or just, like, my opinions on that. And this is, did you hook up with a lot of guys in college? And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's inappropriate. I shouldn't talk about that. And then I'm like, you know what? No, this is good for girls to hear at least my opinion. Maybe you resonate with it. Maybe you don't. You know what? Take what you like. Leave what you don't like. So maybe you disagree with me that, on this. And that's fine. But in my opinion, I think it's fine to hook up with as many people as you want safely of course and I would say to answer the question did I hook up with a lot of guys in college I wouldn't say a lot by any means I would say yes I hooked up with guys in between my well first relationship high school relationship forever ago that you guys know was very public and then my only other public relationship is right now and it will be my last ideally right so in between there yes there are other guys there were like little couple month flings and situationships and hookups and all those things if you will and for me like I don't regret any of it because I feel like I just felt like the autonomy to that is that even the right word I think so just I felt like empowered to do whatever I wanted to do and it's like my own body and my own decision you know and Again, if you disagree and you want to wait till marriage and all those things, like, I think that's great and I respect that decision. But for me in specific, like, I just feel like I'm the type of person, like, I value learning different experiences with different people. And I guess just learning from that is what I'm trying to say because I always felt like I couldn't be the person that just dated one person and was only ever with one person and then married that person because I feel like a part of me would think like what if it would be better with someone else or like what if this isn't how it's supposed to be or whatever. So I just feel like having experiences with multiple people romantically just solidifies in my head like, yes, I have such a good relationship and this is great right where I'm at and I don't think about being with anyone else because of being with people in the past if that makes sense. And I'm like, so I'm like, I so condone this, like be with a bunch of different people, have different experiences, learn what you like, what you don't like. And I just feel like, your standards. will thank you for that, you know. But it's funny because I say all this, and Max has literally only ever had one girlfriend, me, and he hasn't had any other girlfriends before. So part of me is always like, "Are you sure? Like, if you need to date anyone else other than me, like, tell me before we get married or something." And he's like, "Can you stop? Like, obviously not. Nah, that's not the case." But yeah, um, I definitely did. Um, Hook up with other people in college and obviously I was single like in between my two relationships, but I don't regret it and I just feel like living your best single college life is something everyone should do and it's important and fun whether or not you're hooking up with people or not like i still think you can live your best single college life and not hook up with people and just you know be with your girlfriends and find out more about yourself and all those things like i just feel like it's so good to have a single moment in college just to learn about yourself and if it's not college like young adulthood whatever to just be on your own and really like find out who you are on your own without anyone else you know so yes okay next question I'm getting chatty how long did it take you to train Brody so I get questions about Brody's training all the time I addressed it talked about it a couple times on Instagram but then of course I feel like maybe some people didn't see it or new people would just ask like in videos or pictures, he's very well trained, and people are like, "Oh my gosh! Like, how did you train him to be like that?" And I will say, I have to give most of the credit to his trainer that I sent him to. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I'll just mention this quickly here that he went to a trainer, and the company is called Off Leash K9. And I actually think they have locations all over the U.S. So, highly recommend. Just Google Off Leash K9. Literally, how I found them was I think I just googled uh dog trainers off leash dog training yeah i'm trying to think like did i know anyone's dog that went there i don't think so i think i just googled it and pretty much i was going away during hockey season anyway back in february and so I needed someone to watch him and my sister, Max's sister, luckily usually always come and watch him, but I was like, you know what? Oh, and I was with my sister on vacation anyway. So I was like, you know what? I really wanted him to go to a trainer. My friends have had really good experiences with their dogs. Uh um, like going away to a trainer for a week or two, so I'm gonna try it out. And I know it's like controversial because people say That then they only listen to the trainer and they don't listen to you, but I will say in my experience that that is not the case because Brody's obviously trained by someone else, a trainer that he lived with for two weeks, and then he still listens to me. So yeah, I think it's just like you have to keep up with the training and make sure that they know that you know the commands and that you are going to hold them to like what they know and not just kind of let it slide after they're not with a trainer anymore, so Yes. Uh he did go to puppy classes when we were little. I brought him there and I tried to do some training on my own. But in my eyes, there are dog trainers that are way more knowledgeable on that whole area than I am because they learn all about dogs. She was just telling me like it's crazy how much I know. She's like, I literally know like how their brain works, you know? So I'm like, I might as well delegate this task to someone who can do a way better job than me and it was the best money I ever spent to be completely honest because Brody is a new dog he actually listens and it's just crazy like what a difference it has made in him coming when we call him being able to walk off leash he stays at my hip all these little things so yes highly recommend A dog trainer i know they can be pricey but if you think about the fact that your dog is going to be literally a whole new dog and it can literally save their life say they get out and a car is coming and they know how to come and they listen to you like that can be just like life-changing for them and so it's like if you think about it in that way in my opinion a trainer is like totally worth it because at first i'm like oh gosh like does he need that he's a good dog like he was always good but obviously just training with a trainer like made him a million times better so yes. Okay, I talked about this briefly on my Instagram stories, but I wanted to say again here and like elaborate a bit more. You guys know, I've talked about this a million times. My number one question I get from people, my number one feedback is how I'm happy, I'm positive, I'm optimistic, all those things, thus the Happy Hour podcast. And people are always like, but how? Like, how do you stay happy? How do you stay positive? Especially you guys probably look at me after losing literally the person I was closest to my whole life, my best friend, my dad being like, how are you, how can you keep on keeping on? How can you be happy? How can you be positive after that? So I've always said, I feel very lucky. I feel like I was born optimistic. Like I literally feel like I was born that way because I've just always been that way. I've always seen the glass half full. I've always forced myself to, I guess not force myself. I just feel like, I naturally lean towards being positive and feeling like everything's going to work out And I also feel like my whole life looking at the world through except for yesterday (laughs) my bad days but like I look at the world through a filter of Uh, like everything is going to be okay. See and then I don't want people to be like you're delusional Like you're looking at everything through rose-colored glasses and like maybe I am but for me to experience life in like a positive way and try to I don't try to avoid bad things, but I just try to not focus on them, you know, it's just a nicer way for me to go about life, and so, yeah, I just feel like being able to focus on the positive and always looking at things like this, this will work out for me, has also made it so that I look at life that way, so then people call me lucky and all these things, but it's like, I feel like I've been kind of manifesting my whole life, and I just truly believe, like, yesterday, if I'm having a bad day, I truly believe, like, okay, maybe today's a bad day, but tomorrow is going to be a great day, and I just know, like if something, if I'm going through something hard, I'm like, I know I'll come out on top on the other side of this. Like, I know I'm going to be okay. I know everything has a way of working itself out. I know X, Y, and Z. So I feel like that's always helped me because I'm kind of like attracting things that I want into my life. And so maybe I am lucky, but maybe I'm just good at manifesting I don't know however way you say it but I feel like growing up Lucy's always like you're so lucky everything always works out whatever and I'm like yeah because I just believe that they will and then they do I don't know (laughs) if some of you are rolling your eyes or maybe you feel this way as well and Lucy's like why was I like the pessimistic one why do I have the bad luck whatever and I'm like I don't think you have bad luck I think you're just like looking at events in that way you know so I think being happy and positive is maybe a little bit just how you are a little bit of your nature I think it can also be a choice at some times but also it can be the discipline of like setting yourself up for success all about what I was talking about earlier just like really learning yourself and knowing like when you feel best when you feel happy when you feel fulfilled and focusing on that and like making yourself do that even when it's hard like that's is that's what's going to make you a happy fulfilled positive person and also I just feel like little things I've learned over time like shaking off little small things that aren't that deep in the long run have really helped me and finding silver linings like honestly sometimes I naturally will find a silver lining to sometimes some things and sometimes I force myself so okay shaking off small things it can be like like for example I feel like if something like not ideal happens or embarrassing happens like most people would just like let that ruin their day and like I'm trying to think of like okay a good example well maybe this is a bad example but like Just off the top of my top of my head like when I lived in boston my car got towed a couple times So if you get your car towed It's not fun And it's not ideal and it like throws a wrench in your day and it throws everything off And you have to go get your car and it's probably expensive and all those things And so yes, I should acknowledge like I feel very privileged that I You know can pay for that and can move on with my day because obviously If you're like wow, this is so expensive. I can't afford this right now That's like a whole other layer of stress and whatever so I want to acknowledge that so That aside i'm like no this is not ideal i did not want this to happen i did not mean this for this to happen like this is still annoying this is still a lot of money and expensive but it's something that i'm like i'm not gonna let this like ruin my day in a year I will probably forget or i'll look back at it and laugh and be like, what was I thinking? That was so dumb That was such a dumb choice to or I forgot that I couldn't park here at this time You know what i'm saying? So I try to just like make myself laugh in the moment or especially if something like embarrassing happens If I like fall down the stairs and people see or something I'm like, oh gosh Most people would like ruminate on that for a while or, or like, you know But I literally try to shake it off and just be like, you know what I have to like laugh with them and and just laugh at myself and it can just be like a lot lighter of an experience that way to go through things like that I don't know if I explained that right but you guys like get the gist and then if anything bad happens like if I spill my coffee you know like okay that's a good example I spill my coffee and I'm so mad at myself and I just drove there and I just paid for it whatever it's happened a number of times and I'm like god I'm so mad at myself I was really excited whatever and then I'm like you know what Maybe this was just not meant to be. Maybe this coffee was going to actually make me really anxious, and it was not meant to be today, and it's not on my journey, and that's okay, and the silver lining is that I am going to tell myself that I'm not going to feel anxious, and the silver lining is that I can make an orange juice at home or make another beverage, you know what I mean? Like, I just try to look at it in that way, and then, obviously, with, like, really, really fucking hard, like, am I allowed to swear, (laughs) like, life things? Like, my dad passing away really suddenly. I had to force myself. I'm like, Gretchen, what are you grateful for? And then my brain's like, are you kidding me? You're not grateful for anything right now. You are traumatized, and this is your worst nightmare coming true, and this is horrible. My brain's like, you're not grateful. And I'm like, come on, Gretchen. <laughs> it's like my two shoulders, like the angel the devil. I'm like, come on, think of something. And then I'm like, you know what? I do find things to be grateful for, like, surrounding my dad of which one thing the silver lining is that i'm like i had the best dad i know without a doubt he was the best dad in the whole world for the first 22 years of my life that is a silver lining that is something so to be thankful for i'm like some people never get to meet their dad some people don't have a good relationship with their dad i had the best dad and it wasn't for my whole life and it was definitely cut way too short but I feel very lucky for that like he made me the person that I am and he lives on through me and my sister and my mom and that is such a silver lining the other biggest silver lining I have found I feel like I've talked about this before so sorry but I'll move on. Um, the other biggest silver lining is being able to share my grieving journey with you guys and getting so many messages that I've helped you so much. And I've like changed your life and meeting girls in person. And we cry together about my dad and whoever you lost, whoever you were close to. And just being able to bond over that and help each other through that has been such silver lining. Okay, next question. I'm 24 and I feel lost in life and I don't know where or what I'm doing. Advice, please. Okay. So, I feel like this is a very common thing. I need to reassure you right now that... No one in their 20s knows what they're doing and maybe they think they know and maybe they got it wrong And they'll end up switching their career or their partner or whatever it is anyway Please stop comparing yourself because it's okay to not know and So many people do not know and so many people pivot and make a change And I just feel like your 20s are for figuring it out. So Don't fret. Don't fret. Don't stress. Okay My advice would be to start what you're interested in if you don't know Start. Wait, did that make sense? Start with what? Yeah, start with what you're interested in. Start thinking about that. Like, if you don't know, start paying attention to that. I feel like I've given my sister a lot of advice on this. She should, like, be on this episode for this question. Maybe I'll do one with her soon to talk about, like, making decisions in your 20s when you feel lost and, like, you don't know what to do when you're an indecisive person. I'm very curious, whoever wrote this in, what is your zodiac sign? <laughs> Are you an indecisive person? Or... I mean, just regardless, I feel like I'm a decisive person and I can feel lost too. So regardless, just know that this is so normal. Okay, so my, <laughs> you guys should see my notes right now. It's like from interest to passion to job to network to friend. Okay, I need to just explain this. So how I see this is first, literally just sit yourself down, write it down, think about it in your head. What are you interested in? If you're like, I don't know, what makes you happy? Okay, start paying attention every single day. What are you happy doing every day? Are you really happy when you're around animals? There's a clue. There's something to get started with. Are you really happy when you're babysitting, when you're around young kids? There's a clue. There's a good hint of like a career that you could be good at. So just start paying attention to like, when are you happy? What are you passionate about? What excites you? Like, what do you like doing? Like, what are your hobbies and your activities? And could that translate into a career? So start there because... My sister was like, I don't know what I want to do. How am I supposed to pick my career right now? I'm so young. What do I, I don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I'm like, Lucy, it's okay. No one knows. You just got to start somewhere. And so especially if you're someone like Lucy, she's like, I don't know my interests. I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, please start thinking about that. And also just start somewhere. Just start somewhere because you may not like it and that's okay. You learned from that, right? There's, okay, cross it off the list. It's not that. That's not what you want to do. Move on from there. It's so normal. You can switch jobs and yeah just starting somewhere but if you can find a job that incorporates an interest or a passion that it like signifies it seems like a pretty good indicator that you could be happy in that job and that might be right for you and it's okay Lucy's like but I feel like I need to have this career that makes all this money and I need to pay back my student loans it's okay I know I know, relax. (laughs) You'll get there. And even if you're starting job, I'm actually quite certain that your starting job after college, I mean, again, take all this with a grain of salt, you guys. Lucy like asked me interview tips and I'm like, sister, I have never done an interview, not once in my life. So maybe don't ask me. (laughs) Maybe ask one of our friends. I've always worked for myself forever and always, knock on wood, hopefully that I can because I'm controlling. Okay, what I was (laughs) saying is that I'm actually quite certain that your job right after you get out of college will not be your dream job, right? It's not going to be... The salary that you want it's going to be like a starting position and that's normal And in my eyes, maybe sometimes especially depending on the career path you're going Maybe it's like, okay, you got to grind it out first couple years People say that too in your 20s is your time to grind and work work your way up Because if you put in the time and the hours and the experience then potentially you could get promoted You could switch jobs to a job that you actually want one that you uh, Feel that you are like adequately qualified for and you know what i'm saying? so I just feel like you got to start somewhere. And if you don't know, that's okay. Most people really don't know. So literally just start somewhere. And I just want to, uh, everyone knows this, but I want to stress the importance of a network because Lucy's jobs that she's had, the first one was completely from her network it was one of her friends aunts. one of her friends it was her aunt that was a recruiter that placed lucy in her position so it's like literally you never know and i remember thinking about that people like talking about this in business school too where people would be like oh i don't have a network yes you do like you think you don't and oh but my one friend like her dad works for blah 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 and her uncle and like she's set i know but please don't discount like your friends and acquaintances and neighbors and someone you've met here and it's like all these people want to help you succeed and just reach out you never know the worst thing they could say is no they're too busy whatever it is so that's literally what lucy did and <clears throat> got put in contact with a recruiter that really liked her and helped her put her in her position yeah and now she has her new position that she got in boston i'm actually trying to think if she got this through her network probably like i feel like 99 percent of the time you end up finding a job because of your network And yes, you could do like an interview where you don't know a single person there and get the job But I just feel like it helps a lot like literally i'm thinking of My other two friends that changed jobs recently. It's because of their network It's because of their friend's uncle or their this person that they used to go to school with their sister You know what i'm saying? So it's like you never know Um, yeah, so that is my advice what do you like? where do you like being that's another good indicator i'm like lucy where do you want to be i'm like okay you can't tell me what you want to do what you're interested in career none of that do you know where you want to be like where have you lived that you've been happiest where do you think you want to be there's a good indicator maybe start there maybe you have no idea about your career maybe you know you just want to be in boston i'm like lucy before she even accepted this job offer i'm like you could just move to boston and bartend and try to just figure it out you know so obviously money is a limiting factor so that's what lucy's like um no i actually need to accept a job because i can't move there and not have any money so Obviously take it with a grain of salt. Um, who do you like being around? If that could be a really good indicator too. If you're like, I am not willing away willing to move away from my family. Okay, you wanna stay in your hometown, you wanna move to the city where your cousins are nearby, things like that. Like that is a good place to start too. So what do you like? Where do you like being? Who do you like, etc.? I would start there. That's my tip. And it's okay, you're gonna figure it out. I promise, it just takes time and your 20s are for you and for figuring it out so no stress okay it's gonna be okay okay grieving tips someone wrote in I know we've talked about this sprinkled throughout so yes similar to like taking care of yourself and self-care give yourself grace you have gone through the unimaginable like one of the hardest things ever and obviously your mind body soul spirit is going to be Take a hit from that and you are not gonna feel 100 percent. you're not gonna feel like yourself and so learning the things over time that make you feel better will be very advantageous and I talked about this on my story Anna Hyde and I always talk about she lost her mom I lost my dad and we talk about how what we heard I like it made my heart so happy when she told me that what I told her is always stuck with her and it's what she tells people and I don't even know who told me This probably you guys, but when I first lost my dad, you know Everyone is telling you things to try to help and I heard that It never gets easier losing someone. It just you just get better at dealing with it every day that goes on And I remember being like kind of overwhelmed being like wait what it never gets easier Like I have to live like this forever. Like this pain is unimaginable However, it's very true that as time goes on you just get better at dealing with it Like the fact that my dad is gone literally never gets easier and I have a bad day like yesterday And then i'm literally crying all day missing him. So it, oh, It's still a roller coaster you guys. That's what I was talking about my story. I'm like one day I like when we were in laguna I remember Talking about him memories and stuff and I was like smiling and laughing and saying funny stories and then what made me start? Oh And then it's just like one thing can spark Sadness and start crying and I remember telling them that I hope I don't start crying right now how i don't think i will because i'm feeling good you know it's always like also like you have to know where you're at like to, like i'm in a good mood i'm feeling good and so i feel like right now i could look back at pictures and i could reminisce and maybe eh, i'd probably still cry but maybe not that bad but if i'm in like a bad mindset and i'm looking back at pictures and videos and stuff i'm gonna sob and i'm gonna feel like hopeless you know what i mean so it's like kind of just you have to learn how you are but oh yeah i was saying that when i just like We talked so much about my dad in Laguna and then I started talking about this one thing and I like burst out into tears. I'm like, gosh, I am sorry, you guys. I'm like, still a roller coaster. But I was just saying how he had a little app on his phone that was like a countdown app and he would count down the days until our graduation and our birthdays and just like family's birthdays and traditions and holidays and days since we got our dog. Like just like things like that. like He was so sentimental and such a teddy bear. And what really made me cry is he had a note on his phone and the title of the note was places the girlies have been or like all the places girlies have been. And he had a list of cities, all the places that Lucy and I have been like, are you kidding me? How freaking precious he probably would just look at that and feel so proud or to be able to tell friends and family like listen to all the places they've been or like you know maybe if he forgot like the most recent place I'm like oh Gretchen was just in Puerto Vallarta I don't know you know what I mean so anyway that was really sweet I digress so yes over time you are going to know yourself better and what I learned early on is that I am someone that feels I'm such an emotional expressive person. I feel better when I cry and when I let it out. If I'm alone, if I'm with other people, I need to just let all the tears literally physically out of my eyeballs and I'm always going to feel better if I get some movement in. So I force myself to go on a walk. I remember right when he passed away my apartment building in boston we had this like teeny tiny gym in the basement and go in that gym normally be empty so i'd be lucky and i would sit on the bike and i would cry on the bike and i would just move my legs and like i probably looked like a psycho but it helped me and i knew that it was helping me so it didn't matter and i was just like you know what this has made me feel better i'm gonna do it things like that um so you're just gonna like learn yourself over time and when it feels right to Reminisce and talk about memories and photos and videos and if you're in a good headspace to do that Because that felt impossible for me for a while and i'm like I don't think i'm ever gonna be able to look back at memories fondly because i'm always gonna be pissed and i'm gonna be angry that he was like taken away from me, you know, but time does heal and again you're just gonna get better at dealing with it you're gonna get good at realizing when you want to talk about it and when you want to reach out to your support network of friends and families lean on them that's what they're for they are going to be so helpful during this time um also over time I especially feel like doing activities that my dad enjoyed like it feels really nice Like if I ever go to the golf course with max I just feel like a little bit closer to him and it just feels nice. It feels right um carrying out traditions that my dad had also feels very special I think about him every holiday. I always try to get like Champagne and glitter and because th- he always did that and he just loved celebrating and making now i'm gonna cry Oh, and he just made a big deal out of like every holiday and birthday and easter and like every little thing and he just always found a reason to celebrate oh i'm thinking back to when i would hit like milestones on youtube and stuff he was always ready with like champagne and glitter and presents and balloons and so i just feel like closer to him when i do those things you're allowed to be sad okay this i also heard i think in the beginning when i lost my dad maybe someone told me or maybe i just told myself this (laughs) you're allowed to be sad, you're allowed to be really freaking sad, okay, because you lost someone that you're very close to, but you're not allowed to be too sad for too long, because you have to know that ultimately they want you to be happy, so if you're feeling like too sad, and it's been too long, and that can be different for everyone, because I was really sad for a while, and then after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm sad, but I'm not too sad, like I can continue with my daily tasks, right, so... Knowing that they're so proud of you and they want you to be happy ultimately is Feels good and also spirituality can really help during this hard time and therapy ultimately therapy helps Everything and everything anything and everything therapy is just the best obviously for you mentally And it's different for everyone because I remember I went to one group therapy session It was like a life after loss and I thought that I It could be good and for me personally, it was way too soon. It was a couple months after losing my dad and I sobbed this entire group in the corner and at one point they probably were all uncomfortable because I couldn't even speak a word. I just sobbed the whole time. I think Max came and he's just sat next to me like... It's okay, honey. <laughs> like, eh. so everyone's talking about something they lost. And I remember at one point they were uncomfortable, like, hey, miss, um, do you want to share anything? I'm like, no, no, I don't want to be here. Like, this is so wrong. I'm like, none of you even knew him. Like, none of you would even understand. Like, no, like I just the group thing was not it for me. Maybe now, since it's been a while, like I could be better. Um, but yeah, that was too much, too soon, not for me. And personally, I do better with like the one-on-one therapy. So again, it's just a journey. Grieving is really a journey. It's a roller coaster. It's up and down. And you're just going to find over time what works for you. And it may be different than what you thought. And it's going to be different than your siblings or your parents or your friends. Because my mom really liked the group sessions. And she doesn't like the one-on-one. So it just really depends. And you're just going to have to be honest with yourself and I'm sending you all a hug if you've lost someone because it's horrible and it's just like unimaginable you literally look back and you're like how am I living life without this person like this just like isn't right um but you find your way and I'm giving you all a virtual hug right now okay moving on to this question that's lighthearted. I specifically put this one after this because I knew I would be like oh, damn after that this says <laughs> I was like, let's just swing this around really quick. Full 180, 360. I don't know. Um, this question says When you get the white chocolate cold brew at Starbucks, how do you order it? <laughs> So uh, I actually decided to put this in here because i'm like actually it was kind of tricky because rachel would always be like You need to try the or it's not white chocolate It's white mocha, which I guess is like white chocolate She's like you have to try the white mocha at starbucks. I'm literally so excited to get it this afternoon I'm gonna get it as like my afternoon little sweet coffee tree. I cannot wait But okay, so the first time I ordered it i'm like what the heck my starbucks must not have white mocha Like I don't know where it is because it's not a syrup. It's a sauce So if you look around I just poked around on there i'm like, oh there it is under a sauce like there's like a pumpkin sauce a white mocha sauce maybe a couple others but the syrup is like normally what the flavors are you know and there's like a ton of those um but it's actually a sauce and I actually kind of want to google it and read about it because I have a theory that the sauce is like a lot sweeter because I can do literally one pump of the white mocha and it tastes like so sweet just like one pump in a cold brew and I feel like normally I need like a couple like uh pumps of the syrup so maybe the sauce is like more sugar or something but and I kind of think it's like a legit uh sauce like a caramel chocolate sauce like I think it's like that because I always see like white in the bottom and I have to like really mix it up but anyway it's delicious I personally order it well now I'm to the extra ice because of Rachel she gets it with extra ice and the extra ice is just really good and we were saying how sometimes starbucks doesn't give you enough ice and then it's like all melted and then your coffee doesn't have ice and it's not good and i'm like wow i need to start doing that because i love like at home when i make iced coffee i fill up the cup with ice all the way to the top so that my straw can't even like get in there you know like the more ice the better it just tastes like crisper and better to me you know so yes, yeah, so i will just do a cold brew with extra ice and i will get a pump or two of The white mocha Rachel gets I think she might actually just get iced coffee with two pumps of the white mocha and extra ice and I don't think she gets milk oh yeah I guess I don't get milk in there because normally I do like oat milk but I feel like with the sauce like I don't even need it because it's just sweet so yes that's how I order that okay last two questions wow sorry this is a long one I thought this is going to be like a quicker one but this says best way to combat feeling unaccomplished when you're trying your best so like yesterday I felt like this when I feel overwhelmed and I feel like I can't do anything I can't even start anywhere because there's so much to do I tried to start accomplishing little tasks and you're just immediately going to start feeling better like quick little things if it's like unloading the dishwasher vacuuming cleaning the countertops if you're in a cleaner environment you're going to feel better you're going to feel motivated um you're once you start doing something you're going to like keep being motivated to Accomplish tasks and keep doing things so that really helps like the best advice I heard from my friend Tori Simone Was she said that her therapist was like when you're feeling really down and like you can't do anything stand up Grab your vacuum and just vacuum. She's like literally just vacuum one room vacuum a rug You're gonna feel better. I promise that was like a life hack for me a while ago Like if I would just be like, ah, where do I start? This place is a mess I have so much to do I would vacuum and I would be like, wow Things are a lot better. I'm doing okay. Everything's okay. So yes vacuum and start accomplishing little tasks and I mean you kind of said it yourself just know that you're trying your best and that matters and feel confident in that because whenever I felt like insecure or not good it's because like I know I can be doing more so that really helped me too whenever I heard that like if you know that you're trying your best feel confident in that and you're doing your best and you should feel like a sense of accomplishment feel confident in that and if you're feeling like iffy it's because you know that you can do more, and that you're capable of more, and that you should motivate yourself to do more. You know what I mean? Or else you wouldn't feel unaccomplished and bad. So don't put too much pressure on yourself, though. Just start somewhere. Start accomplishing little tasks. Do the things off your to-do list that are really quick, because then you can just get them done with quick. And yeah, I think that should help. That's what I try to do. But I struggle with this a because I get overwhelmed very easily. And I'll look at the 20 things on my to-do list and then do nothing because I feel like paralyzed in like the chaos you know what i'm saying so yeah now i'm reading this question if you mean like unaccomplished when you're trying your best in like the grand scheme of things in life oh that's like a big question and that's something totally different i th- i in my mind you just meant like on a day-to-day like accomplishing to do's but Yeah, I don't know if you mean like unaccomplished in life. Well, you're not unaccomplished in life. Clearly, you've gone through so many things. If However old you are, you've lived that many years and you're trying your best and it's all going to be okay. Things always have a way of working themselves out, okay? Trust me because I truly believe that and it's just the way it is. Things always work out. Even if it's not the way you planned, they work out. Last question. Biggest advice for being self-employed. I included this because my answer is get an accountant, a really good one. will need them (laughs) unless you majored in accounting and you're really good with tax law um yeah you're gonna need help with that because being self-employed and not having an employer putting you on a w-2 taking out your tax all these things it's a pain in the neck to figure out by yourself and when you're already on your own schedule being an entrepreneur doing all the things working a lot of hours trying to figure out your taxes and report your income and all that jazz is a pain in the neck okay So my biggest advice is find a kick-ass accountant that you trust and also Along with that, maybe like, you know, some good retirement plans, someone that you trust to invest your money, um, mutual funds, people, all the things. Put away your money so that you can't touch it. I mean, I've just learned this and feel like I have had so much experience in this since I started making money 10 years ago at 15. And I'm like, huh, what am I supposed to do with this? So I'm happy that I've always had someone um physically taking money out of my account to invest it and put it away towards retirement or I know I would spend it because I'm a spender and yeah an accountant that you trust that can handle things for me I'm like take all the control take over my books I'll pay whatever it is uh take out my taxes quarterly put me on payroll LLC guys I could talk about this business stuff all day long but it's like so boring and probably applies to um, very few of you so, yes, if you're self employed, go to count it. That's my number one tip. And I'm going to end this off here because this is the longest episode ever. Ah, I guess I had way more to talk about than I thought. I was like, this will be like a quick episode. And I also had a lot to talk about in the beginning. So, I hope you guys enjoyed, though. I love you so much. That's my advice. Take it or leave it. Um, I hope I was like nice and not because <laughs> sometimes I feel like for advice, people will just be like harsh. But I think I was nice and that's just genuinely how I feel. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, love you so much, and I'll catch you at my next one. Bye.